Alright, how's it going everyone? It is Baseball Garbage here, back with another podcast. And today, we'll be taking a look back at the 2010 MLB draft. Pretty much just repicking the top 10. Um, I'm thinking of starting this up as a little series. Just going through uh, each year's draft and redoing the top 10. Um, We'll start off with the 2010 draft as it was filled with a lot of talent. So... I'm also doing this based on the needs of the teams at the time. It's not just a power rankings, but you know, I'm also trying to fill holes on the teams um, that they've had over the few years. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. With the number one overall pick, the Washington Nationals that year originally selected Bryce Harper. And in the redraft, I still have them selecting Bryce Harper. Uh, he's a generational talent. One of the best outfielders in the game. He's played well in the six years with the Nationals as of the time of this recording. He is unsigned still, but the market for him is hot. We'll get into that later. But um, He uh, helped out the Nationals a lot, winning that 2015 MVP and pushing them to the playoffs um, a couple years, so... He still goes number one overall in this draft. With the second overall pick held by the Pittsburgh Pirates, they originally took pitcher Jameson Tyon. Um, good pitcher. You know, might break out this year. I see him doing well. But in the redraft, I have them taking Manny Machado, who originally went third overall. Machado, um, shortstop slash third baseman, but... I see him playing shortstop as the Pirates have had a an average shortstop over the years with you know Jordy Mercer. Um, I think he's been on the team for a while, but Machado would bring the offensive firepower that the Pirates um, had. He'd add to them, maybe even push them farther than the wild card game in 2015 when they made it there. Um, probably would not uh, have been extended this offseason, so I still think he'd be a free agent if he was drafted by the Pirates. But moving on to the team that did draft him, Baltimore Orioles, who have the number three overall pick. Um, As I said, they originally took Machado, but since he's off the board, they select Chris Sale. He's uh, one of the best lefties in the game right now, and the Orioles, one of their weaknesses for a pretty long time has been pitching, especially starting pitching. You know, their best starters have been Chris Tillman and Dylan Bundy and Kevin Gossman, guys like that. Not particularly aces, um, maybe like three, maybe a two pitcher in a good rotation. But Chris Sale would be their ace, seeing that he pans out in the Orioles system as he did the same in the real life. Um, although I do see them trading him, um, I don't see them remaining good even with the pick but with the number four overall pick the Kansas City Royals drafted infielder Christian Colon but in the redraft I have them taking Jacob deGrom so deGrom originally went in the ninth round 272 overall pick to the Mets broke out 2019 had an incredible year won the Cy Young Um, I don't think he'll be as good in 2019 as he was in 2018, but he'll still be a solid pitcher. 
Um, with the Royals, obviously will help them win the ring against uh, the Mets in 2014, or 2015, sorry. It might have even been the difference in 2014, speaking of that, against the Giants. But the Royals are rebuilding now. I don't think they would have kept DeGrom around. So I think he'd be gone also. Moving on to the number five overall pick, the Cleveland Indians originally selected Drew Pomeranz. But in the redraft, I have them taking outfielder Christian Yelich who originally went 23rd to the Marlins. Good outfielder, won the MVP. The Indians have had an interesting outfield over the years. Michael Brantley has been in there in left field, which I think would shift Yelich to center field, where they've had the biggest hole, in my opinion, over the last few years. May Would he have won them the World Series in 2016? You know, you never know. But I think he definitely would have helped. Maybe they would have won it in six or instead of losing in seven. But Yelich probably still would be on the team by now. So good pick by the Indians. With the number six overall pick, the Arizona Diamondbacks originally selected Barrett Lowe. Never panned out for them. So in the redraft, I have them taking Noah Syndergaard. Um, Syndergaard, originally drafted by the Blue Jays, number 38 overall, was traded to the Mets for R.A. Dickey back in 2012. With the Diamondbacks, I see him pairing, maybe even in front of Zach Greinke, but at least behind, he'll be their one or two. Um, they might not even have even signed Greinke if they had Syndergaard, but with the Diamondbacks rebuilding, I don't think he'd be on the team right about now. But back in 2017, when they made the wild card game and uh, got swept by the Dodgers in the ALDS, NLDS, sorry. Um, I don't think he would have made too much of a difference, but I still think he'd be a solid pitcher on the Diamondbacks team. Moving on, the number seven overall pick, the New York Mets took Matt Harvey, who was all right for them. But in the redraft, I have them taking JT Real Muto. Originally drafted in the third round, 104 overall pick by the Marlins. I see him fitting in nicely with the Mets. They've had uh, catcher problems for a while. Um, you know, they've had Rod Barajas, Travis Darno, Josh Tolley over the years. But I think JT Romuto coming up in 2013 would have um, still emerged as a one of the best catchers in the game like he is right now. Uh, the Mets just signed Wilson Ramos. Obviously, with Real Mutu, they probably would not sign him, but I still think uh, it's a good pick by the Mets. With the number eight overall pick in the 2010 MLB draft, the Houston Astros originally selected outfielder Delino DeShields Jr. But in this draft, the redraft, I have them taking Yasmani, Yasmani Grandal. Drafted originally 12th overall by the San Diego Padres. I see him really fitting in nicely with the Astros, giving them that extra offensive firepower behind the plate that they really haven't had as catcher is a weak position, per se. Um, with Brian McCann behind the plate and Evan Yadis in the 2017 World Series, I definitely think Grandal would have made a bigger impact 
you know, still would have helped the Astros win. He would have gotten his ring, and I still think he'd be on the team right now. Um, as a good player, part of their young core. With the number nine overall pick, San Diego Padres took Carson Whitson, a pitcher who didn't really do much. But in the redraft, I have them taking Andrelton Simmons. Shortstop was drafted in the second round, 70th overall, by the Atlanta Braves. Um, on this rebuilding Padres team, I don't really see him sticking around much the way um, he's progressed over the years, which means that there wouldn't be a hole or there wouldn't be a roadblock for Fernando Tatis Jr. But with the Padres, I think Simmons would have done just fine. Um, great defensively, and uh, maybe won the Padres a few more games over the years he'd be with them. Wrapping it up with the number 10 overall pick, the o- Oakland Athletics originally took Michael Choice, an outfielder. Um, but in the redraft, I have them selecting James Paxton, uh, drafted in the fourth round, 132 overall originally by the Mariners. I see him really um, doing well with Oakland, especially uh, in the last few years, 2017-2018. When the A's were in the playoffs 2014, would he have made an impact? Um, Maybe, maybe not. It's hard to say. uh, That was an interesting Oakland A's team for sure. But honestly, Paxton probably would have came out of the bullpen for that team as he wasn't really a a, a solid starter in his career. But he'd be the ace right now after the ace trades Sonny Gray. Um, They'd have James Paxton to hold down the pitching rotation. I think he'd do pretty good for them. Wouldn't be on the Yankees right now after the A's won 97 games. I think he'd still be on their team. So that pretty much wraps it up. Um... I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, I'll see you guys in the next one.